This podcast includes adult themes and discussion. We know that's why you're here. Listening discretion is advised. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Welcome back, monster fuckers. Welcome. I don't have a noise because I don't know what noise to make. You, you, what, you, don't, you don't think he has like a, like a, <sighs> okay. <laughs> wow. That's what we're saying. <sighs> it's going to be engraved in my mind. All right. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, before we get into it, <laughs> which I feel like we're kind of into it with those noises, uh, what's been going on, Jess? Tell me, tell me what's happening up in the land of maple syrup and and moose and moose and, moose, and mooses, mooses, moose, mooses. Well, I've been uh, con prepping. Mm-hmm, um, I mean, those cons will probably pass by the time this episode airs, but. I've got Fan Expo Vancouver and Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, getting my cosplays ready. I zipped on through Crescent City real fucking fast. I'm so behind. Yeah. How far mm. are you? I'm halfway through the second one-ish. Oh, right. Oh, right. You haven't even started that. No, I haven't started. It's, 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 <laughs> those books are huge. It's so yeah. much. I'm like, oh. Yeah, they are. Yeah. 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 But uh, have you learned the three things that Rune Dana knew with absolute <laughs> Honestly, if I have, I think I've forgotten them. <laughs> but I hear them on TikTok audios all the time, so, you know. Oh, those Rune right. Dana audios yeah. are fire. <laughs> half, half of them are you, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that's about me. I have a, a book that I'm going to be starting tonight, but I think you should talk about that oh one. Oh, my God. Okay. Before we get, we get into it, uh, Megan Khan. I had Megan Khan did by Sith Ursula, which I am so excited with how it came out. It looked amazing. I got amazing. pictures done. I can't wait to get them. She used a, like, um, a prism in the lens. Um, my photographer Liz did, and it looks like I'm in this, like, sea bubble. It's sick. It's so good. I'm like, uh obsessed with it um i'm still working through uh crescent city book two but uh i have been distracted because i read bride i read yeah! bride. i read bride three it's hours three hours after it came out I, read, I started reading it three in the morning uh because i don't sleep and um i wrote screaming crying throwing up i'm obsessed with this wow. book i'm obsessed and let, let me just uh, no spoilers i think that yeah one thing, have you read any ha- Allie Hazelwood? Have you at all? No, not okay. at all. So, Allie Hazelwood. I just needed to save myself for the nodding. Uh, honestly, honestly, it's fine. The other ones are like very Raylo, and this one isn't, which is really interesting to me. Like That's the other, fine, because the other ones, I have, I really read the fan fictions they're based off of. Like, I, I remember the fan fictions like vividly. Mm. Like, certain scenes are cut directly from things that she wrote, which are wonderful. I love it. It's like, you know, chocolate. Um, this one's different, but it does have what is a common trope with Allie's books, which is um, two air quote love interests having a misunderstanding. And it's I like, love it. It's I one of my love favorite tropes. Like, it's 
it's it's very good. And also, in case you're wondering, uh, does she say not? Yes, she does. Like it is, <laughs> it, it is explicitly. It is, it is explicitly nodding. Me- Omegaverse. Omegaverse. Just, no- it's oh, they, don't say, it, they don't say Omegaverse. It's like werewolf. So, like, when okay, you know okay. that werewolf, yeah, it's very much yeah. werewolf. It's werewolves and vampires. Um, yeah. But it is, it is like nodding in like the very filthy way. And the mm. way that these characters are horny for each other. Oh my God. I just, uh, I, did I reread parts of it today? On. <laughs> You fucking bet I did. I am obsessed with it. I, I looked at my husband and I was like, I need you to read this. And he was like, okay. I was like, no, you don't understand. I need you to read it. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm going to need you to read it. I need you to read it. Like, it's just, it's really, this is going to be the gateway drug for the Omegaverse for so Absolute, many absolutely. people. Absolutely. It is yeah. wild to me. And it's wild to me, too, how much they're, like, they're not talking about the Omegaverse-ness in it. Like, she teased it when it came out, but it hasn't really been... If It's, it's almost been like a if-you-know-you-know know situation. You know? Like well, maybe we can talk about it. Yeah. If we have a little review episode. I think we're going to have a review episode, because I am frothing at the mouth to talk to somebody about <laughs> the entire book, and if Jess doesn't read through this thing like the fucking... Roadrunner and a Looney Tunes cartoon. I'm gonna freak out. Like I need, Listen, I need to talk about it. <laughs> I I fully plan to be done by tomorrow evening. Excellent. So I'll be ready for you. So maybe we'll just have like a random uh, little mini a mini podcast episode. Uh, spoiler, lots of spoilers in there. Yeah, it'll be a spoiler. But episode. we need. I need to talk about it. I need to like make notes. I need to. I need to read it again. Uh, and, a third um, time. You guys are not unfamiliar. We've been talking about the hype, like that we have for this book for multiple episodes now. Yeah, I, I right. So we, I think we've mentioned this book at least three different episodes. Yeah. So it's something yeah. that like we are very, very hyped for. And yeah. um, if you have read any of her stuff, you will like this. Um, and if you hadn't, but you like what we talk about on the regular, you'll probably <laughs> also like it. <laughs> you made a you made a great TikTok uh, about uh, connecting uh, fairy smut books to this kind of thing, and you shared one with me too. And I think it's very similar. It's like a soft launch into a megaverse with like yeah. fairy faded mates. I, we've talked about yeah. this before too. Yeah, but yeah, oh yeah. I just I have a lot of feelings about this book, and mm-hmm. I, I I honestly I want to read it again. So. Like, it's very serious. I have I, a, a lot of... Clearly, you can tell I'm, like, really hyped. I'm, like, I have a lot of feelings. So, anyway, we're going to have a mini-episode on it that's going to drop sometime in the next two weeks after this one drops. Uh, or maybe sooner. You know what? You don't know. Potentially sooner. You might, you, you might see this sooner online, and then you might get this episode and be like, oh, yeah, they talked about this, but it already came out. <laughs> Guess what? Surprise. Uh- <laughs> surprise surprise bitch surprise bitch um, <laughs> but this episode we gotta take it back we gotta take it back now. I know unfortunately but, okay but this ep- hey, hey I'm excited about this episode I am too this we have a lot of information to talk about and I think 
I think the same with you. I skim the surface as much as possible, and it's still so much information. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw your notes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm going to skim as much as possible. Uh, surface level. But what, but are, we wh- what are we doing? <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing Bigfoot and Yeti, baby. Bigfoot. Um, Sasquatch. Sasquatch. Sasquatchian. Uh, so before we get into it, Jess, do you believe in Bigfoot? Do you believe in Yeti? Mm, I'm going to say no. Okay. I know. The follow-up question is, have you seen one? Uh, no. Yeah. But like a, like any... Uh, like any X X Files stan, I I want to believe. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I have never seen one, uh, but uh, my parents live in the mountains of North Carolina, and uh, mm. they used to have a restaurant that no longer exists that had an entire section of the restaurant dedicated to Bigfoot sightings in the area of the mountains of North Carolina my parents live in. It was fascinating. They had like uh, like footprints and photos and they had a map with like in the area every time a like a bigfoot had been seen um i was like very into it my dad is like ah whatever <laughs> I, I i also grew up with uh bigfoot like it's um it's it's a thing that is talked about in british yeah. columbia being one of the places that apparently bigfoot lives and there's even a, a sasquatch statue that is a big like tourist um draw in a, a city called a soyuz it's okay. in like northern bc um yeah it looks horrendous oh I was like, should we go there? Never mind. <laughs> oh, well, Soyuz is a lovely place, by oh, okay. the way. Um, highly recommend. We have rattlesnakes there. Um, but uh, the what, statue what? is... What does that have yeah. to do with anything? I don't... But, well, people don't think of <laughs> of that terrain, and, and they think of BC. Oh, okay. So, like, I need to mention it. <laughs> I feel like every place I've lived in North America has a rattlesnake, so I was like, what? <laughs> Well, you think of, like, rainforests when you think of BC, typically. You know, not, like... Honestly, unsure. The only thing I have is Twilight. And, and, well, it's not true. And, like, my best friend Zoe lives in Seattle, so... And I have another friend that lives in Seattle. So, like, I know Seattle area, uh, but that's it. I don't know the Canada area. I know that Once Upon a Time was filmed there. Is that helpful? No. Yeah, I used to live by there. Did you really? Filming. Yeah. Oh. I would like go there all the time. Yeah, um, I'm gonna add this statue to our our fuckable list. Please, I want to see him. So um, amazing. <laughs> this is just this episode is is like a little bit unhinged. You guys, just get ready. That's what happens when two people who can't focus <laughs> make a podcast together. Do you have a diagnosed ADD? <laughs> make a podcast. <laughs> We're yeah, talking yeah. Sasquatch, Bigfoot, Yeti. All the things. But before we start, you've got yeah. some information I, for yes. us. Yeah. Before we start, I want to introduce something for you. Ooh. Because this is this is our very first cryptid. Cryptid. And... If, if we're doing cryptids, we gotta talk cryptozoology, mm-hmm. which is the study of the unknown, legendary, or extinct animals whose existence or survival to the present day is disputed or undisputed. 
And it was officially made a field in 1955, which is kind of wild to me. Um, yeah. But um, people actually date the cryptozoology back to the 15th century. Um in terms of like explorers from uh, from different lands, you know, like hearing about these mythical creatures from like places that are not native to them. Yeah. And like searching for them. Like for example, like somebody from North America, a, a giraffe is completely crazy to them, right? Yeah. So th- that kind of stuff going on uh was considered early cryptozoology. Um and uh, that's it. That's well, my me, me, teeny tiny intro. But what are some of the creatures that would like we would classify under like today's cryptozoology? Mothman, yes. Jersey Devil, yes. Loch Ness Monster, yes. um, Chupacabra, Chupacabra. Uh, who else? What else? There's a ton. There's a lot. There's a lot. And we'll get there. Don't worry, baby. Yeah, don't worry. We'll this there. is just a, <laughs> the, we're dipping our toe in with the most our, uh, our well big. Big toe. A big toe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so uh, I'm going to kind of go through some history and background on Bigfoot and Yeti. So I've kind of split them in two. So I'm going to kind of go through, like, Bigfoot, and then we're going to touch on Yeti. Because they are similar, but they're also, like, a little bit different because they're on different continents, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to start with Bigfoot. Who's commonly referred to as Sasquatch. So it's a large, hairy, human-like mythical creature uh, alleged by some to inhabit the forests of North America. Particularly in the Pacific Northwest. But I think we'll find a little bit later that even though he's like known in the Pacific Northwest, he's got sightings all over the United States and North America. Yeah. Um, but he's definitely in American and Canadian folklore 100%. Um, whereas the Yeti is an ape-like creature that is said to inhabit the Himalayan mountain range in Asia. Um, we uh, commonly call him the Abominable Snowman. Um, so we're kind of grouping these two together because they're, they're, they are similar. Um, and I think more similar than I realized when we really got into it. Because I always think of the Abominable Snowman as, like, white. But their Yeti mm. is not, usually. It's actually brown, oh. which I didn't know. So, anyway. Spoilers. <laughs> 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 So, what is Bigfoot like? Like, what are the characteristics we're looking at? We're looking at a large, muscular, ape-like creature or bipedal human. He's covered in black, dark brown, or reddish hair. He ranges from 6 to 9 feet to 10 to 15 feet. Which is insane to think about somebody being that big. And I think a lot of that gets to just, like, people not having depth perception with these sightings. But that's my opinion. Mm. Um, Some describe him as more human than ape. He's got broad shoulders, no visible neck, and long arms. So think about, like, a a bodybuilder with just, like, a fucking trunk neck, you know? (laughs) That's what we're looking at. But, like, a giant... Not the only trunk! Hey! (laughs) We'll get there! We'll get there! We'll get there! Um, sometimes, um, he's reported as having, um, glowing red or yellow eyes, which a lot of times are reported as eye shine, like cats have. Um, but it, it, it's not clear, like, why that creature would have that. Like, because apes and humans don't have that feature. So, that's a little bit disputed. Um, he is reported as smelling like a, and this is a direct quote, a skunk that has rolled around in dead animals and has hung around the garbage pits. So, he doesn't smell great. Uh, but if you think about, like, monkeys and stuff, they probably don't smell great either. So, that, like, checks out. And bears. 
bears actually smell horrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not yeah. they're not bathing. That's not a thing they do. You know, and they're eating like nature shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the oh, I should say. I did put meters in as well. So the height ranged from six to nine feet, which is 1.8 to 2.7 meters, to 10 oh, to so 15. Nice of you. <laughs> thank you. I put it on purpose. 10 to 15 feet, which is three to 4.6 meters. Um, and their footprints are around 24 inches, inches. This is in millimeters for some reason. 610 millimeters um, to eight wow. inches, which is 200 millimeters wide. So uh, motherfucker got some big feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Mm, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's known for um, people that have maybe encounters with him. He throws rocks at people, um, and he thumps on wood, known as wood knocking. Um, so people that are, dispute him say like these are not like accurate ways of like uh, him actually showing he's being territorial. But Bigfoot enthusiasts are like these are things that he does. Um, he also uh, is known to. He, they are also known to weave trees and sticks together as a show of like what their territory is. So, like, there's lots of ways that just like reading through that you can like easily dismiss something or write it off as something else. But these are, you know, tropes within the Bigfoot lore. Um, and then for the Yeti, the Yeti is also described as being large ape-like creature covered with brown gray or white hair um mm. and this one is depicted as having large sharp teeth which is a little yeah. bit different from bigfoot i think yeti is a little bit more vicious i think in lore that we have um mm. so tibetan lore describes three main varieties of yetis which i had no idea about this i'm gonna butcher these i'm so sorry in advance so there's the uh Nile Mo, which has black fur and is the largest and fiercest, standing around 15 feet tall. Then we have the, the Chuti, which stands around 8 feet tall, lives between 8,000 and 10,000 feet, which is 2,400, 3,000 meters above sea level. And then we have the Rangshimbombo, which has reddish-brown fur and is only between 3 and 5 feet, which is 0.91 to 1.52 meters tall. Hmm. So the Tibetan lore, like, they have literally, like, different types of yeti, which is really interesting. Yeah, because I think... That is super interesting. Yeah, in, in North American, Canadian-American culture, we're just like, there's one, and he's smelly, and he's tall. Um... <laughs> So, when we look at, like, how did he develop in culture, we'll look at Bigfoot first. Um, so, ecologist Robert Pyle argued that most cultures have accounts of these human-like giants in their folk history. Um, that they express this need to have this larger-than-a-life creature in their folklore. Um, there's a lot of different uh, names for the creatures in different languages. A lot of them mean wild man or hairy man. Um, in European folklore, which is where the Yeti kind of comes from, they had a lot of instances of this man, wild man of the woods, or they called him wild hands, um, and, but his hands were naked. And uh, these European wild people ranged from human hermits to human-like monsters. And then when Europeans migrated to North America, this myth of the wild person persisted and was documented um, in sightings of, you know, air quote, wild people in what was now New York State and Pennsylvania. And that's really the, the origin of what we see as Bigfoot, this kind of migration of this thought process from Europe to North America. Um, but we also have... Many of the indigenous cultures across North America 
um, having tales of mysterious hair-covered creatures that lived in the forest. Um, and these legends listed, existed long before contemporary accounts, and even before what we have um, as European accounts. Um, their stories differed in details and regionally and between families, um, but really the focus are on the tribes and indigenous people in the Pacific Northwest. So really we see like a, a big grouping of the, the stories coming from the Pacific Northwest, which is really interesting because when you look at that, the, the stories from Europe came into North America via New York and Pennsylvania, but these stories mm. that already existed were on the complete opposite side of the country, which I think yeah. is really, really interesting when you're looking at whether or not something might be a real thing. Mm. Um, and especially if there's multiple species coming from the same region, yeah. for example, in, in Tibet, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So here's a few um, examples of um, indigenous uh, cultures talking, uh, uh, or examples of interacting with a Yeti or Bigfoot-like creature. So the Tool River Indian Reservation um, uh, created a tribe of Yukots at the site called Painted Rock, and they're um, alleged, uh, allegedly depictions of a group called uh, the Family, uh, which is the family of Bigfoots, uh, located like uh, drawings, glyphs on the wall. Um, they call them Hairy Man, and they are estimated to be between 500 and 1,000 years old. Um, we also have in the 16th century, Spanish explorers and Mexican, settl Mexican settlers told tales of the Los Vigilantes Curos, or the Dark Watchers, which were large cre creatures alleged to stalk their camps at nights. In the region that is now Mississippi, a Jesuit priest was living with the Natchez in 1721 and reported stories of hairy creatures in the forest known to scream loudly and steal livestock. Um, mm. And then the folklore of the Cherokee, which is on the East Coast, includes tales of the Sulkalu, which I probably am not saying correctly, <laughs> who were described as slant-eyed giants that resided in the Appalachian Mountains. So right there we have, you know, Pacific Northwest the Mexican kind of Texas area and the East coast all reporting similar things in different ways, which is incredibly interesting. These, these, because it's different time periods, you know, it's different cultures that weren't necessarily communicating on a regular basis. Um, and that's Bigfoot. So for Yeti, we have folklorists that trace the origin of the Yeti to a combination of factors, including the Sherpa folklore um, and a lot of times misidentification like bears or yak on the mountains. And I think, you know, if you are climbing like Everest, for say, you're, and you're strained and you're tired, you're going to see things. This happens all the time. This happens to people underwater. Think about mermaids, things like that, you know. Um, the Yeti is commonly compared to Bigfoot, um, and they have very similar descriptions. In the pre-19th century, um, according to uh, Zeiger, the Yeti was part of the pre-Buddhist beliefs of the Himalayan people. Um, they worshipped this glacier being as the god of the hunt. Um, and it kind of gets into that, that he was an ape-like creature who carried a large stone weapon and makes a whistling swoosh sound. So, so right there, that's, that is an example of a Bigfoot or Yeti creature that existed far before we even get to North America, which is really, really interesting from a completely yeah. different region. Um, 
And the Yeti was adopted into Tibetan Buddhism. Um, it's considered a non-human animal that is human enough to follow Dharma. And there mm-hmm. are a lot of stories that feature the Yetis becoming helpers or disciples of religious figures. Um, the Yetis are occasionally worshipped as guardians against evil spirits. Um, but because the Yetis sometimes act as enforcers of Dharma, hearing or seeing one is often considered a bad omen. Um, and that's really interesting to, to learn that in Tibetan culture. Um, because I don't think we really consider, uh, you know, North American or Canadian culture as, as uh, Bigfoot being a bad omen. It's just yeah, a no. thing. So it's really interesting in that aspect. Um, so there's more of a sentience almost. Yeah, yeah, an, an intelligence and a and a a religious aspect in some ways. Um, so I have a few examples of some reported interactions. Um, so for Bigfoot, we have the Ape Canyon incident, which was in 1924. Um, it was a it was a conflict between a group of gold prospectors and uh, of course and, and Bigfoot. Bigfoot like creatures uh, near Mount, Ma- Mount St. Helens. Um, they uh, allegedly struck one of the Bigfoots with a rifle and then they came under attack and they threw large rocks at the prospectors. They, <laughs> the Bigfoot did. They damaged the roof and they knocked somebody unconscious. Wow. Um, and the U.S. Forest Service actually investigated the site of the incidents. They found no compelling evidence about it um, but that, you know, obviously has added fodder to the folklore of Bigfoot in the area. In Oregon in 1971, uh, multiple people filed a police report describing an overgrown ape, um, in the area. One person claimed to have sighted the creature in the scope of his rifle, uh, but didn't shoot it because they thought it looked like a human. Um... And then in 1994, a U.S. forest ranger, Paul Freeman, uh, who was also a Bigfoot researcher, videotaped an alleged Bigfoot he encountered in Oregon. Uh, The tape is referred to as the Freeman footage and continues to be scrutinized and debated to this day, uh, which I think is really interesting. Um, And then the Yeti in 1925... Uh, a member of the Royal Geographical Society saw a creature at about 15,000 feet when he, was cl- when he was climbing. Um, he said that he observed the creature from about 200 to 300 yards away, uh, 180 to 270 meters, <laughs> for about a minute. Um, it, he walked like a human. Uh, he stopped occasionally to pull out some bushes. And he was he was uh, like a dark color against the fur. Um, a few hours later, he was descending the mountain and he found the creature's prints, uh, that were similar in shape to a man, but only six to seven, um, inches long, uh, by four inches wide. Um, and so he definitely said it was a biped. So that's like one very famous example of a Yeti, um, in the autumn of 1937, John Hunt encountered footprints uh, that he thought were Yetis. Um, and in 1944, uh, C.R. Cook and his wife, Margaret, encountered large prints in soft mud at about 14,000 feet, um, which the porters at the time said were a wild men. So the natives were, were actively saying that this was a creature. Um 
and they were they were strange and larger than any normal human foot, about fourteen feet from heel to toe. So oh they were huge. Um, so I think that, like overall, I mean, we've got a lot of history and lore here for sure. Yeah, yeah we do. <laughs> um, so before I, I I punt it back to you, I just want to go through a few differences. So we're talking yeah. about the Yeti versus the Bigfoot versus the, versus I wrote skunk ape. So <laughs> folklorists have traced like the the combination of of different factors as to what they are called, right? And and different regions have different names for it. In Canada, they call uh, Bigfoot a Sasquatch, mm-hmm. um, which uh, is, you know... And I'll be using Bigfoot and Sasquatch interchangeably probably throughout the whole episode. Yeah, which I think is fine. Uh, but this is where I love it. So this is where they get crazy. So in Florida, we call him a skunk ape. Uh, in Ohio, they call him the Grass Man. In Arkansas, they call him the Folk Monster, F-O-U-K-E. Uh, in Virginia, they call him the Wood Booger. In, what the fuck? I know. In Whitehall, New York, they call him the Monster of Whitehall. In Missouri, they call him Momo. In Louisiana, they call him the Honey Island Swamp Monster. In Michigan, they call I know. In Michigan, they call him the Dewey Lake Monster. In Arizona, they call him the Mongolonan Monster. In Southern Illinois, they call him the Big Money Monster. In West Virginia, they call him the old uh, the old man of the mountain. Um, and then they also call him the Wood Ape. Um, in a way to differentiate him from Bigfoot. Uh, they also uh, have called him Bushman, Tree Man, and Wild Man. Uh, so it's wild that there are so many different names for this all across so the United many. States and Canada. Like, it's, oh my it's insane. Oh um, my goodness. And the, the best thing I, I found, which tickled me to no end, is the act for searching for or researching the creature often is referred to Squatching <laughs> or squatching. So, if we're talking about it, we are talking about squatching. We are squatching. And I just thought that was the f- so fucking funny. Just it killed me. <laughs> so that's a little. That's a lot of history. That's a, that's. Thank you for staying with me. But it's. I mean, but Sasquatch is. Uh, that you gotta know. You, you gotta have to know. know. What, yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of like. Uh, you know, evidence, not evidence, but at least encounters that span just an entirely huge timeline. You know, it's not yeah. like uh, alien, modern alien encounters. These are things that have been happening for an incredibly long time. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. I'm done. I'll shut up for a bit. Get into it. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk Sasquatches and sex now, shall we? Or the sex squatch or what have sex you? Squatch. <laughs> sex squatch. Sex squatch. Um, okay, so when I started looking into like Sasquatches and sex, mm-hmm. I just gotta I just gotta say that what a wild uh, time on the internet that was. <laughs> I gotta yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was something. Something. Um but before I get really into it, I just want to do a special, special shout out t- to a gentleman called Denver Denver Riggleman. Oh, <laughs> real real name, Denver Riggleman. 
And he is one of the most famous lovers of Sasquatch erotica out there. Oh. He, he put Sasquatch erotica on the map. Oh. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. I'm so excited about this. Let's go. Fucking go. So who is, who is Denver Riggleman? Denver Riggleman was a Virginia district candidate in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> he won, by the way. Of he won. Did. Of course he did. Yeah. But anyways, an opponent of his made a scathing tweet <laughs> in uh, July of that year. Uh, and it, and it, it goes, and I quote... My opponent, Denver Riggleman, running mate of Corey Stewart, was caught on camera campaigning with white supremacists. Now, he has been exposed as a devotee of Bigfoot erotica. This is not what we need on Capitol Hill. Hold on. I just just want to make sure. So he's a white supremacist and he's a devotee of Bigfoot erotica. Yes, but those two things are not mutually exclusive. No, no. That's... It's wild to me that he won with that. Uh, anyway, continue. Love it. Okay, the, so that tweet... Not the white supremacy. Caught, I don't love that. Sorry. N- no, we don't love that. <laughs> no. That, wa- that t- tweet... Oh, and it was tweeted with an image of a Bigfoot oh my drawing. God. It's a Bigfoot sketch, which I've added to our, our list, by the I'm way. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and a, a blocked out massive wiener. And that image... Ladies and gentlemen, and theys and thems, comes from the cover of his book. Okay, so needless to say, this caused a medium media storm. Um, and uh, uh, basically, Riggleman admitted to it to 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 the whole th- to being into fucking. Oh my god. Um, Sasquatch erotica. He wrote a book, so that picture came from the cover of his book. That's wild. Which is called "The Mating Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him." Now, Riggleman claimed that the book was apparently just a joke. It's just a joke. But in the course of that tweet coming out, the media was like, "We gotta, we gotta look into this uh, Sasquatch Bigfoot erotica stuff." And, um, so it got, like, there's a bunch of articles about Bigfoot erotica purely because of this fucking guy. Oh, my God. And, um, one person that they kept talking to was a writer. Like, you know how, like, media, they want something salacious, so they, like, you know, like, find somebody to talk about the topic. And they kept talking about, the talking to this one writer called, their pseudonym is Chuck Tingle, by the way, Chuck Tingle. Oh, my God. And and Chuck Tingle has written such classics as I'm Gay for My Living Billionaire Jet Plane, uh, Space (laughs) Raptor... Oh, no, wait, no, no. I know Chuck Tingle. Actually, I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, because he... Let me... me, Okay, sorry, go, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such classics as Space Raptor Butt Invasion Mm -hmm. and Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. Yep, yep, yep. What do you know about Chuck Tingle, Sarah? I I know that Chuck Tingle has just literally made the most insane things in the world. Like, if you can yep. think, if you think, if you can think it, like, I'm just looking at things in front of my desk, like an egg and a chili pepper, he would write erotica about it. Like, yeah, 
like true and it's it's also the the covers are unhinged um and he, and he just puts them on amazon like he just writes them and releases though i don't think they're expensive yeah. they're like two dollars a piece like yeah I, it's unhinged but he's won like chuck tingle has won major awards because yeah. like uh, yeah he's a whole thing we could do a whole episode on chuck tingle on his <laughs> like he's a whole thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but anyways so um Thank you, Denver Riggleman, for putting <laughs> Bigfoot Erotica on the map. We'd love to hear it. Uh, and with that, I'll just mention briefly. So some of the earliest sas, uh, Squatch or Bigfoot Erotica um, is seems to come about in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a an erotic paperback called Nights with Sasquatch. Um, and that one is supposed to be like semo, semi-autobiographical. Oh. Um, it's about like uh, being kidnapped by Sasquatch and then having sex. But uh, that seems to be a common trope, by the way, like kidnapping and non con mm-hmm. with uh, Sasquatch. Um, there is a 1981 short porn film called, I think it's called The Geek. Mm. It's a group of hitchhikers who have an unexpected and sexy encounter with Bigfoot. Um, but yeah, 70s to 80s is when a lot of this start, stuff starts coming about. And then the one uh, name I saw as the headliner for Sasquatch erotica in text was Virginia Wade. Oh. Who has a 16 installment <laughs> series about... It's called Come for Bigfoot. Oh, of course Um... <laughs> And uh, it was done in 2012. Oh. So those were the forefathers of sexual uh, Sasquatch erotica. Yeah. Uh, but let's but let's look let's go a little further. Let's go a little further. Yeah. And I quickly want to go over sexual encounters with Sasquatch. I'm really excited yeah. about this because I specifically didn't look at any of this stuff because I knew you were doing it, and I cannot wait to hear what you found. Now here. I, now, I'll preface, it's not juicy. Oh, well. It was, I know. So, that's, <laughs> the interesting, that's an interesting thing. When it comes to first-hand accounts, there's not a lot of references to, like, anything sexual, surprisingly. Like, if you think of aliens, right? Oh, so much alien sex in, this, in the first-hand in accounts. But not, not really with Sasquatch. So... One of the earliest, uh, like, references to, like, Bigfoot and, like, sex comes from a 1924 account of a Canadian oh. lumberjack from British Columbia. Read what you said. Read what you wrote. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I said, bro, I live in Bigfoot territory, apparently. I, I lo- didn't realize. <laughs> I love your side notes. It made me laugh so hard. <laughs> um, this is from Albert Ostman. And he claims to have been kidnapped by a family of Bigfoot. And he was in a sleeping bag. He was held captive for about a week. And he claims to have been taken as a suitor for the young female Bigfoot of the family. Mm -hmm. uh, Who he described as shy and (laughs) flat-chested. Jesus Christ, what a man. Um, But they didn't have sex or anything like that. And then he got free. But he did also report that the father of the family had a two-inch long wiener. Uh, So... uh, what? <laughs> and, and, and we'll get we'll get more into that in a bit. 
Okay. And then the next uh, remotely sexual encounter that I could find was from 1976. So this gentle, this guy, um, I forget his, uh, something. He wrote a book about his encounters with a, a particular Bigfoot he named Kong in the mm. 1970s. And the book is called The Creature, Personal Encounters with Bigfoot. Um, and so he describes, I'm going to, this is in quotes, by the way. Okay. Uh, Kong had arrived at the cabin with this massive erection. Usually his penis hung limp, and after a time it ceased to exist. Limp, it seemed to be about an inch in diameter and about six inches long. It looked very human with a red head that occasionally poked out from the foreskin. His testicles were not overly large, but they hung to about the same length as the penis. And then he goes on to describe how Kong uh, has sex with one of his cows. (laughs) So that's... I, I have some feedback on that. (laughs) <laughs> if balls are hanging six inches, that's like that's like some pretty sizable ball. Balls. I know. Like, I have no. I have like a a tape measure on my desk because I sew here. Like six inches. Like that's not. That's like some balls. That's some balls. That's some dangly. That's bits. that's that's, that's, bits that's some that's a man shit being like I don't know his balls were only six inches. Like sir, those are like okay, all right. Oh. <laughs> but on that note, yeah, let's. I want to talk a little more about the dong. Yeah, I want to talk a little more about Bigfoot's dong. I want to too. Let's go. Because I need to know. I need because too. after after reading what I read, I want to see if it it was reality or not. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> in 1955s, there was, and I quote, the Redwoods incident. Oh. Um, it was an alleged filming of a Bigfoot, it was basically a, a filmed Bigfoot sighting. Okay. Um, and they describe what appears to be a slender, tapering, mobile, sickle-shaped penis that flexes upwards during the footage. Um, Sickle-shaped? I don't fucking know, man. And then some people claim that, like, some people who are really into Bigfoot claim that they interpret that, the, the like, weird, I don't, I don't know, as being a, a, a threat display. A threat display. With his penis? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and it's called the big. It's called the Redwoods footage. But here's the thing: you gotta take it with a grain of salt, because it was filmed by a, a crew working for Playboy. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Mm. So it's not the most credible. Okay. No. But moving on, we can. We'll move on. Um. There's a tw- 2003 book called Bigfoot: The True Story of Apes in America, mm-hmm. uh, by Lauren Coleman. And there's a whole chapter on sex and genitalia. Um, and in this book, there is a, <laughs> they talk about Bigfoot sexual behavior and anatomy. And specifically how it's like, it's not a topic that's often covered in the sightings. Um, which is kind of weird. It is weird. You would see it. Yeah, and like it's not something that's like no one really makes note of. Now the big the like big foot fanatics um, believe that uh, 
the dongs are actually not that big. And the reason being is like um, evolutionary. So they believe that Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoots or Sasquatches mate for life. And so there is no need to have large dongs to attract females. So having a perfectly, like, like a smaller one is perfectly fine because you're with the same female all your life. So that is their explanation. Did a man write uh, that? Probably. <laughs> probably. Um, but, yeah, not a lot of dong descriptions. And oh. I was very disappointed. Yeah, as you should be. Yeah. But um, there you have it. Again, according to... Some of the Sasquatch experts, it's just it, it, anatomically, they just they they they're supposed to have small wieners. This one said in your notes it says like an inverted funnel. Okay, so there's another eyewitness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did I did, the, did I skip ahead? I'm sorry if I did. Uh, yeah, there's another eyewitness from the 1920s. I was just gonna skip over that oh, one. Oh no! But I, yeah, in, inverted funnel. Um. Uh, hooded with skin, inverted funnel, so horse-like. Okay. If you think, if you've do ever you, seen a horse's penis, do you know anything about a horse's penis? I do. I used to be, uh, used to have a horse, and I had to clean his penis. No, tell us about horse. Penis, I will. Sarah. I will tell you very like uh, straightforward about a horse penis. So, <laughs> sorry. So horse penises go inside of their body. So if you ever see a horse with their penis out, they're very relaxed because most of the time it's inside of their body. So you have to clean it. It's called sheath cleaning. It's a thing that any equestrian knows. And you put your hand and you go about up to your elbow inside of a horse. It's a horse stick. I don't know what to tell you. And you have to clean like all of the like gross crap that just gets stuck on a horse stick off. And then you have... That's probably too much information. <laughs> and then you have to get what's called a bean out of the tip of their penis. The dirt gets stuck inside of it like a bean. So you have to go in the tip with your hand, again, fucking elbow deep in and, like, get the It's It's not great. You have to, like, put this, like, the like cleaning lubrication on and the smell is horrible. The smell of cleaning a horse stick is really the worst thing in the world. Um, Before so, equestrians, how did horses clean their own dicks? They didn't, and they got infections and stuff. I one time had to. I my my coworker and I we worked at the summer camp with horses, and this this horse was like thirty years old, and nobody had ever cleaned its penis. And the the thing that you're supposed to get out is a. It's called a bean for a reason. It's supposed to be about the size of a bean. This was the size of a walnut because nobody oh ever cleaned God. it. Like it was really. It was like a borderline animal abuse. Like we came in and we were like, whoa. Um, like you, like you, ha- it's a thing that you have to do. Like wild Mustangs and stuff are much different than domestic horses. You know, right. like it's a different right. thing, but like inverted funnel is not the way technically a, a <laughs> horse is. My point is that's not how a horse's penis works. Like, <laughs> like if you're saying inverted funnel, but you're referring to a horse penis and the penis is huge. Like horse penises are very large, you know, but they like literally just like, turn inside out inside of, of their bodies. So, that's your weird anatomy lesson today, everyone. 
enjoy that. You learn about sheath cleaning and getting the bean out of the end of a horse's penis. I'm sorry. Uh, wow. Let's go to something what else. Educational episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that. Anyway, um, <laughs> I shared too much, but it, I just I thought it was I was like that's not what a horse's penis is like. <laughs> you tell you set them straight, Sarah. Yeah, I guess you set so. them straight. <sighs> Regret. All right, so now we've talked about horse penises, big yeah. penises, uh, the history. Uh, so I guess let's get into what we consumed, right? Yeah. Okay, so um, I tried to watch Harry and the Hendersons. Oh. <laughs> you know what's funny? You didn't even put this Bigfoot on the fucking list. I did it because I thought I was going to talk about it. In oh, this, okay, okay. The thing. Um, okay, fair enough. We, I was we, wondering. I was like, yeah, yeah, bizarre. No, no. I thought we would talk about it. Um, we couldn't finish it. And I say we, and Brad, my husband, we, we, uh, it, it was bad. It's not a good movie. <laughs> it's like, literally, we got, I was like, I, he fell asleep. I was like, we gotta, this isn't good. I didn't finish it. I remember loving that movie as a child, and this was just, like, not my jam. So, apologies to Harry and the Henderson stands. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it holds up. Um, so, then I wrote here in my notes, went and wrote Everest as secondary research. Spoiler. I didn't, because the park closes at 6 p.m., and we couldn't make it there in time. However, I have read it, be- wrote it before, and it is one of my all-time favorite rides. Uh, the queue for Everest over at Animal Kingdom is all about, like, Yeti. Wait, can you back up a sec? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. What is Everest? I'll tell you. So, Everest, so we have, so the Disneyland has two parks, right? They have California Adventure and they have Disneyland. We in Florida have uh, four main parks. We have um, Magic Disney King- World. Oh. Yeah, Disney World. We have Magic Kingdom, we have Hollywood Studios, we have Epcot, and we have Animal Kingdom. So, mm. Animal Kingdom has an Asia section, and within the Asia section, we have a ride called Everest, and they have a huge okay. mountain that honestly you can see like, pr- like maybe a mile from my apartment. Like if I was on the fourth floor facing the right direction, I could see it. Like I'm that close to that park. Um, and the whole concept is that they're like explorers and they're looking for the Yeti on the mountain. So mm. when you go through the the queue, you see like actual like historical research trying to find yetis like footprints <laughs> like act, like not like disney stuff like actual things from people that went i love that yeah it's really cool so then They're very educational it's super awesome so when the ride opened originally in the 90s um the ha- it has a huge yeti inside of it and the yeti has a mo- I might be butchering this. It has A mode and B mode. So when it opened in, originally it had A mode. So when you see the Yeti finally, like, in person, it is a huge animatronic. When I say huge, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's I, I think it's like three stories or something. It's massive. And he would swipe down at, at you on the coaster as you went through. Oh my goodness. Huge. Well, he's so big that the weight of him has damaged the infrastructure of the actual mountain. What? But moving, it damaged it. So they had to turn him into B mode where he doesn't move, but they have strobe lights that as you're going through on the coaster, it looks like he's moving. But because of that, they call him Disco Yeti. 
Because it's just like, bah, 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 with the, the lights as you go through. <laughs> and I love him. I think he's wonderful. Like, it's what it's it's a roller coaster that goes so hard for absolutely no reason. Like, it's a super intense roller coaster. Like, you go, you go forward, and then at one point you go up, and you end up at a track that's been ripped apart. It's, it, like and you can't go any further and then you go backwards and you go backwards for a while and you stop and then you see like the shadow of the yeti up ahead on the wall and he rips the track and he roars at you and then you go forward again and eventually you get to the animatronic that's reaching for the car that you're on it's it's a very cool roller coaster um is it better than the um what's that one the matterhorn it's different than the Matterhorn. Let me be very okay. clear. The Matterhorn okay. is a bobsled. Yeah. Uh, this is a roller coaster. Like, this is an oh, intense okay. roller... Wooden roller coaster. Very intense. Oh, wow. But it goes up really high. Um, I'll put a picture of it on the website when we post it. Um, okay. So, I did not write it today or yesterday, but I have written it very recently. We, we write it every time we're there. It's great. Um, and I didn't feel like that was enough because I didn't watch a movie and I didn't go on a roller coaster. So I read today uh, on my lunch break. I read a because <laughs> I have no chill. I read a story called "B is for Bigfoot." It was a paranormal romance short story by Vivian Knight. Um, it was very short. It was like I don't know, forty-six pages or something. Um, the female protagonist, who I cannot remember her name, uh, goes. <laughs> Not say something. Uh, goes on a hiking trip with her uh, boyfriend. Finds out he's cheating on her. Uh, leaves. Goes hiking back to the main road by herself. Uh, it starts raining. She slips and falls. Cracks her head. Wakes up in a cabin with a strange man who she can't see. Uh, spoiler alert. Ends up being a yeti. His name is Scott. Um, <laughs> what? He wears regular clothes. Turns out a woman found him in the woods, raised him like a human. He doesn't go into towns. He gets everything delivered. Um, They have very normal uh, fucking white person homo or heterosexual sex. And uh, it was fine. Um, I think it could have been a a man doing it, the same as Scott the Yeti. But, you know, Mm. um, it was fine. It's not it wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, maybe it's because I just came off the hide of whatever the fuck bride was, but it just wasn't, it didn't get that scratch for me. It was pretty, it was like vanilla sex with a monster. Mm. Um. Boring. So anyway, I would recommend the roller coaster over the book, but that's just me. (laughs) What'd you read? (laughs) All right. I read Bigfoot is a foot big by Maddie McNeil. Fan-fucking-tastic. The cover art is horrifying. Oh. Um, hold on. I'm going to drop it in the chat. Please do. Um, okay, so the monster in this one is described with glowing green eyes. Okay. And the Sasquatch. And so basically for the cover art, it's a horrible Photoshop job. Um, with a, basically like a, like a gorilla and a woman, and the gorilla has glowing green eyes. Oh my god. This is definitely one of those things, like, the author just, like, uploads into Amazon for money, you know? Um, Exactly the same as I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let me show you. I want to hear your reaction for everybody. I'm going to drop it right there. 
It literally looks like a chimpanzee is eating the shoulder of a woman that's photoshopped yeah. in his like arms. Yeah, it's not even yeah. a it's not even a Sasquatch. It's just a chimpanzee that's really big. Basically, but like yeah. you know what? Yeah. Uh, not everybody is a graphic designer. It's fine. You know, no, like, no, no. We're not here Anyways. to dunk. We're not here to dunk on people. Uh, yeah. So something interesting that I, I learned uh, uh, early on in the book is it takes place in Vancouver for fuck's sake, <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs> I love it. Um, like on a trail that I I haven't been on, but I'm familiar with. Surprisingly, I love that. So a woman, it's actually very similar to your story. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, a woman is out for a, a hike alone. And a big storm comes in, and she slips in mud and hurts her head and crawls into a cave um, to get out of the storm. And who shows up at the cave but a fucking Bigfoot? Mm-hmm. Um, um, <laughs> so they fuck. Mm-hmm. She's just, like, wide and open, ready for it. Yeah. There's no, like, oh, I don't know. It's She's like, yeah, let's fuck. And, um, so they fuck. And, and then, he, and then in the morning she leaves. She's like, oh, I gotta get back. Get back on the trail. And, uh, she gets her foot stuck in a root. And then a bear almost eats her. But then the Bigfoot comes and saves her. And, um, she thanks the Bigfoot by sucking his dong. Oh. His enormous dong. Speaking of enormous dong, let's talk about it. I want to read some parts from... I'm so excited. From this... this uh, and I quote... <clears throat> I could see this thing was easily eight feet tall and extremely hairy and that a massive third <laughs> appendage hung between its legs. Mm-hmm. And I quote... There it was. I had caught a glimpse of it earlier on his silhouette silhouette body. Now I could admire it properly. He had an enormous penis, obviously fitting for an eight-foot forest man with forearm-sized fingers. <laughs> it hung flaccid like a massive fire hose. Jesus. Eas- easily bigger than any real dick I've ever seen. <laughs> And I quote, it hung and swayed as he moved about the cavern, like the trunk of a small elephant. Behind it, hanging between the hair, I caught the glimpse of a couple of coconut-sized balls. What a monster! Coconut? (laughs) Coconut. Oh my god. And I quote, I buckled against him, quivering, moaning out and coming hard, adding my oozing juices to his... Coming hard against him, biting down on his leathery chest in ecstasy. Oh my god. <laughs> but my favorite part of the whole story was <laughs> the ending where he basically gives her his number. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So he, 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 okay, I'm going to just read the quote. Yeah, yeah. He he reached a hand out to me, handing me a piece of birch bark. I took a look at it and smiled briefly. On the back of the birch bark parchment was engraved a small trail map, his calling card, his Bigfoot phone number. It was a map to his cavern. Oh, my God. (laughs) So silly. Oh, my God. Anyways, I, I did not enjoy that. Um... 
But maybe it's I wanted good for somebody. I, want, I wanted some juicy. I wanted some yeah. juicier. I, I found that like there was a real lack of like really filthy yeah. Bigfoot material. Like, yeah. I feel like we had this problem with Krampus a little bit. Um Well, well, you found the whole yeah. You have the whole thing. You oh. have to listen to it, by the way. I, I do. I still do. Brian asked me the other day. You, like, you told me about it. He's like, if you listen to it, I was like, no, not yet. Um, I I feel like some of these monsters are really lacking in representation. I was I was like sli- um, like flipping through my Kindle today, looking for some like stuff for upcoming episodes. There's mm-hmm. like 400 orc books. And, and they're like, there was n- really nothing that I felt scratched that itch for us. You know, like, sometimes mm. we really find stuff and we're, like, gushing about it. We're like, this is it. And and it was very... Like Minotaur, surprisingly. Yeah. But this was really, I think, vanilla. Mm. I think that's the problem. It like, was. It was vanilla. And, yeah. and I think when we think about monsters, just to go back to, like, Ella's episode, like, yeah. cinnamon, cinnamon roll monsters are in, but I like my monsters to be monsters. And, like, yeah. we like our monsters to be monsters. And so uh, challenging people, write the dirty um, Yeti Bigfoot fanfic. Or books or whatever. Like, we don't... Maybe fanfic. We haven't gotten to that yet. But the books... We'll we, we, we haven't, we haven't uh, seen that in the way that we were hoping. Or we haven't found it yet, maybe. No. So. Um, so we're going to go to ranking uh, some Yetis and Bigfoots, right? Yeah. And again, we'll have these all up on our website. Yeah. Yes. And we'll put them um, on our Discord as well if you want to join. Um, and uh, we'll, th- we'll tell you where to, to find everything at the end of the yeah. episode. Yeah. And we're trying to be better about posting them on our social medias too. So mm-hmm. if you're listening mm-hmm. to this, check our social medias as well. Um, so let us start with uh, the Disco Yeti himself. <laughs> Here he is. So you can see his arm right now. It just it just is up, but it used to. He used to yeah. actually swing down and swipe at the car, which is really amazing. Um, A big upper body. He's huge, and, and and again, like he's like three stories tall. He's mm. huge. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it's it's he's massive. Um, he, he's a big boy. Um. So out of ten, out of one being um, not fuckable, and ten being put that f- foot long fucking dong in there. What's it wait? What be? was it? What was it? One is not fuckable. That- ten is like put it in. Um, I'm gonna yeah. give him a ten. I think is it? He's a good monster. He's an excellent sexy monster. That's okay, a monster. Yeah, yeah. He's got a growl, mm. like a vicious maul. Oh, he's got a roar. He's, yeah. he's trying to grab you. And that's what you want mm. with a monster, right? You mm. want to get grabbed. Grabbed. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. When you come visit me, I'm taking you so you can see him. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so next I have the Yeti in Disneyland. So mm. th- there are two versions. So the Yeti in Disneyland is in the Matterhorn. Um, yeah. Which is like a bob. It's like the original coaster. It's a bobsled kind of thing. Um, so you, much fun. I love it, but it will rearrange your back. Um, I also got yeah, it will. soaked the last time I was in it. I was in the really? front. Really? 
I hit we hit the water puddle and I was I came out of the, I was laughing so hard I came out of it completely drenched and like not in like a fun sexual way like from the theme park water. Um, so let's talk about if you scroll down a little bit let's talk about the old one first. So they recently refurbished the Matterhorn. They had an old Yeti who was mm. fine. He I think he's he's like scary. He's scared. When did the refurbishment happen? <sighs> I, I'm I'm not sure. You know, our friend Celeste would know the answer to this. But that Yeti, <laughs> the old Yeti is in the, um, he's over in California Adventure in the, mm. um, it's not the, it's not the, it's not the Tower of Terror, but the Guardian's Drop Ride. He's in there. Really? Yeah, he's in there. I don't remember seeing him. He's because I was just there this past. Yeah, we did November. We did monsters after dark, and Celeste pointed him out. So the the original the original Yeti is in that rise. You can still see him if you're in California. Um, I think he's like a handsome and like a madman way. But the oh. new one, <laughs> oh, hold on, I just let's just make him bigger so you can see him. The, the new one. The is new one is a monster. Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm right? It's, yeah. Yeah. But you could tell that they're at least cousins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, once they're a grandpa and once they're the grandson. Like, they yeah. got the good genes. Um, yeah. But, like, the new one, that's that's a sexy beast, right? Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what would you rate it? The new one? Yeah, the new one. Mm, probably a 10. Yeah. It's a yeah. good... It's And... and Depending on what side you are, you can see him twice. There are multiple. Oh, yeah. There are multiples. Um, mm-hmm. uh, okay, excellent. So then we have the Sasquatch from the Venture Brothers. What the hell is that? What I, is that? I uh, soft. It's soft. Uh, it looks like my I'm, body pillow. I I don't mean I that. Have, I don't mean that in like body shaming Sasquatch way. I just mean that like even his face looks soft. It's a point five for me. I, I'm like a two. Mm. Oh no. Um. Yeah, that's not my jam. Okay. So the next one, we've got the messing with Sasquatch commercials. Did you guys have those in Canada? No. Okay. So Jack Link. Jack Link. I know. I know of Jack Link though. Okay. So they had a campaign for a long time. Called Messing with Sasquatch. And in every commercial, they would prank Sasquatch. What? It was the... I beg of you to Google it on YouTube. It's so okay. funny. There's, like, one where they, like, leave binoculars for him. And it, he, like, tries to see out of him. And it puts, like, black rings around his eyes. Like, every episode what? they prank him. And I, I was, it was so funny to me at the time. Uh, but I think it's a good Sasquatch. Yeah, actually, I think this one's pretty fucking sexy. Yeah, he's got like a, it's like a, like a little bit of a conehead forehead, but like a little bit, but yeah, yeah. I, I, look, look at, I look at nine out of ten face. And oh, I, I give a ten out. Of 10. 10, 10? All right, mm-hmm. all right, fair. Okay, next up, <laughs> we have the the classic Bumble from Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Um, what a guy. Listen, I'm going to cosplay this. I'm going to cosplay it this really? year. Yeah, I am. I'm going to cosplay Bumble, and uh, Brad's going to be Yukon Cornelius. <gasps> can I be that elf that's not an elf? You absolutely fucking can. Hermie the dentist? Yes. You're <laughs> Listen, this is our Dragon Con cosplay right now. We're planning it. 
We're already putting Bumble and Yukon Cornelius. Just come on with your Hermie to DreadCon. Let's do it. That's, that's so easy. That's iconic. It's iconic. I'm um, short enough for it. Yeah. Well, we're all short, so. <laughs> I think you and I are the same height. Um, I'm 5'1". Oh, you know, what? You, you know what? You're an inch shorter than me, so good oh, on wow. you. Um, yeah. So, I, I love I love this Yeti. I love him. I love him. Uh, 10 out of 10. Look at the Sausage Fingers. What a guy. And Look at his little nails, though. Yeah, but they, like... Well, they got rid of his teeth on his nails. I don't know. I think he, I think he'd be a good lover. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah, 10 out of 10. Yeah. Okay, then we have the Yeti and Monsters, Inc., who makes snow cones. <laughs> Do you I've never this? seen Mo- I've never seen Monsters Inc. Oh my god, they get exiled and they get exiled to, because they go through closet doors into people's rooms, right? <laughs> they get exiled to uh, I guess Everest and the Yeti is another monster and he's just trying to like fucking feed him snow cones and he's he's um voiced by the guy that does all the the like extra stuff in in the Pixar movies. He's like the truck in the Cars movies and he was he was the mailman in Cheers. John oh, God, I can't remember his name. People are gonna be yelling at me. Anyway. He was Krasinski? No. No. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's fine. People can yell at me uh, while they're listening. But that's the <laughs> the Yeti and I, I think he looks not he looks nice. It looks like he tried really hard when he ate you out. Like he, he, he could get a ten. Oh my. He tried <laughs> he really hard. He, he would. Even if it's not good, you're like, you know, I had a fun time. It doesn't matter. You if can't. You can't not. be mean to him. Like he definitely be like, do you want a snack afterwards? Like what can I get? Oh, you? oh, he, the best aftercare. Oh my guy. god, he'd make you a bath. And he'd give you a snow oh, yeah. cone. He'd give you a snow cone while you were in the bath. Absolutely. What a king. We love him. I'm gonna give him a ten out of ten. <laughs> just because I think he looks like a great a great guy. Um okay, so this one you're not gonna know. But no. I, okay. Okay. So let me give you a little backstory. So yeah. in Florida we have a place called Gatorland. It is the I have heard of this from I you. I think I told you. It's the yeah. oldest theme park in Orlando. It's older than Disneyland. Disney World, sorry. Um, it was around way before that. And they have, I don't know, a million gators. That's too, too large of a number. But they have a lot of gators, right? Uh-huh. So, when COVID hit, um, they came out with the skunk ape, the socially distant skunk ape. To show- <laughs> and I don't know if he was around before, but he was definitely like a social distance icon. For, like, coming to the park but not getting close to people. And I swear to God, like, I don't I don't know this to be true. But I think they did a skunk ape so that the rednecks would maybe distance themselves. Because you know I live <laughs> in a state where people don't want to wear a mask or stay apart from people. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. um, but he is a... I just hit the microphone. I'm so sorry if that was, like, a loud noise. Um, he's such a... It's a good Yeti. Or a Bigfoot. It's a good... I don't know. That's doesn't. He's not doing it for me. Listen, I know he has a beer belly and a shirt, but like I think he's like a good. He's a good Bigfoot, but he's a redneck. Oh, scandal! I was gonna give him like a solid seven. Wow. This is why, because he's from Florida, and he's gonna show you a good time. Okay, fair enough. Is it the time you want? 
No. Is it going to be a good nope. time? Yes. <laughs> like, I get arrested by the cops after? Maybe. Probably. Like, is there going to be math? Maybe. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Um, so let's go to some, some controversial ones. Um, Absolutely. I put Wookiees on this. Are they Absolutely! The, yes! Are they the Space Bigfoot? That's a fucking Bigfoot if I ever saw one. Yeah! I mean, uh, Chewbacca, Black Chrysanthemum, as I like to call him. Which is 60 not his out of 60! Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Agreed. Um, and then, following up with that, are Wampas the Space Yeti? Yeah! Yeah! That, um, I don't know. I, I think- have a Wampa 7. Yeah, they're a little bit scarier. Like, they're yeah. definitely going to f- kill you and not fuck you, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I put the Smallfoot movie. I have not seen it. But I put it on here because it is about Yetis. I haven't seen it. Okay, well, he looks sweet. He looks like a sweet little weirdo. Maybe like a 8.5? Oh, that's... I was going to give him like a 5. Oh. Alright. Yeah. You know, look at that. That's a virgin. And there's a that's, nice that's true. There's nothing that's wrong true. with that. It's just that's a virgin. Um Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, okay, next one. I didn't know that Bigfoot was in Cabin in the have Woods. Have you seen Cabin in the Woods? No. Oh my god. Every single monster in the world is in Cabin in the Woods. What the fuck? You need to watch... Okay, I'm not going to say anything else. Don't listen. If you're listening and you know Jess, don't tell her anything about Cabin in the Woods. Just watch Cabin in the Woods because it's not what you think it is and it's amazing horror movie. Because I've thought multiple things about it and I keep hearing things that change what I think. Yeah. I'm so confused. Yeah. You should just watch it. It's It'll blow your mind. But anyway, there's a, there's a Bigfoot in there. Um, I'm going to give him a 1 out of 10 because he would definitely kill you, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and yeah, then... 2.5 from me. Yeah. And we're on to yours. Let's yeah, so talk about here's, it. Here is some of that picture from the political scandal. Did you put that censored on there or did you get that No, censored? that was on there. I couldn't find a version of it uncensored. Oh, my God. If you're listening to this and you don't care to look at the pictures, the censored sign is literally to the top of his kneecap. Yeah, it's going from (laughs) crotch to kneecap. And this Yeti is fucking ripped. He is ripped. And if you, Sarah, if you look closely to the screen grab, you'll see that it's directly from Denver Riggleman's Instagram. I see that. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot happening here. Um, Remember when I said earlier about Bigfoot's not having a neck. Yeah. No, I don't remember that at all. I did. I did say that. Uh, the shoulders of this go into about his ears. If you really yeah, look yeah. at where it cuts yeah. off. That 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 man that man No neck. No neck. But also his face just looks like a man. Yeah. Half of the face that you can see. No I'm, neck. I wonder it's like if it's a, Denver's face. <laughs> <laughs> I just is it an eight pack when they have that like that long set of abs above the the third set um, of eight pack? No, that's a six pack. What's the thing above that though? This is like defined. You see what I'm talking about? It's like a defined <laughs> abdominal. Also, where are the nipples? No nipples. They have it's to have. Ha- 
They have them. There's hair. The hair is covering. It doesn't look like the hair would cover it. (laughs) If you can see his nostrils and his lower lip, (laughs) I feel like you would see his nipples. Would you fuck, though? Would you fuck this? I don't. I don't think so. Also, his left arm, right arm in the picture is so much larger than the other one. <laughs> He's jerking off too much. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't want to fuck that. He also somehow, I know he has like a little mustache, but he kind of has like a like an He's Amish a beard. It's like an Amish neck beard though. Like Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm going to give it a 0. 0.5 out of 10. Mm, same. I don't love that. <laughs> okay, what is, do you guys have... What is okay, this? Do you have, co- do you have kokanee? What is it? I don't have, we don't have this. What is this? Okay, kokanee is a Canadian beer. Oh. And uh, they have... L- like, like the jerky, they have a running ad campaign with a Sasquatch. Oh, my God. Like... Literally, the Sasquatch has been has been in Kokanee commercials since the eighties, mm-hmm. and this is one of the earliest ones with the Sasquatch. I so, love oh, it. Yeah, over time, he's gone from looking more like a Yeti with white fur to more like a proper Sasquatch with like brown fur. Um, but yeah, this is one of the earliest versions. Holding his Kokanee beer in the in like the. The snow-capped mountains with his um, fucking sunnies on. What a fucking and icon. I know, and usually in the commercials, he snowboards. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to give a 9.5 out of 10. Wow! <laughs> yeah. That, that A Canadian icon. Yeah, he fucks. He fucks. He fucks. He oh, fucks. he fucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up, we have the... Mi- have you seen Missing Link? No, but I can tell you one thing. I'm not going to fuck it. No. <laughs> I'm not going to fuck that. Um, this, it's like a, it's like a, it came out a year, a couple of years ago. He do have long it's a, And you know why? I bet you don't fuck it because it's stop motion. Is that why? You're you know what? I don't, about stop motion. I don't like stop motion. Um, I feel like the stop motion isn't creepy. It's like... <laughs> it's British. <laughs> it's like Wallace and Gromit stop motion, which is like fine. Kind of. That yeah. doesn't scare me. Um, okay. Uh, I, I just think that his eyes are really small and close together. <laughs> but you know what? His fingers do be long. So. Yeah, and his feet do be big. His hands are much big. bigger than his feet. It, they are. And it's They're weird. much bigger than his feet. And his outfit is way too small for him. And there's no wiener in there. If you look at the pants, there's nothing. No, that is yeah. So I'm gonna be a, I'm gonna give him a four. And I, if the reason my four is so high is because I, a couple of points for the riz of his outfit. Uh, I'm gonna give like a two and a half, and that's he gets it only <laughs> only because the fingers. That's it. That's it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh. I'm surprised you didn't put this one on. The Bigfoot from the fucking Goofy movie. I don't like his teeth, but I do like yeah. his tongue. Right. Well, and look how big his feet are, and his caboose is juicy. <laughs> his teeth really bother me. I'm I'm concerned. I've never been like, somebody needs to get to an orthodontist more than this dude. <laughs> um... 
He does have nice sausage fingers, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. What do you What do you think? I think uh, seven and a half. Wow! I was gonna yeah. go like two. <laughs> Shit! All right, go off, I guess. <laughs> I, you know, I had the next one. I had it, and then I deleted it. Why did you delete it? Um, I thought it was John C. Riley in in my research, but I couldn't find a picture of John C. Riley because this uh, is very clearly Jack Black. Um, yeah. and I was confused, and so I just didn't put it in there. But let's talk about it. Um, there's a scene in Tenacious D where he like becomes a Sasquatch, right? I've never actually seen the movie. I haven't either, but if Jack Black is a Sasquatch, 10 out of 10, I would fuck in a heartbeat. <laughs> also because my husband reminds me of Jack Black, and, like, that's very, you know, in my genre. He looks like a fucking, like, chip, like, squirrel chipmunk. Here, I don't care. He's Jack Black. He's gonna get it. He's gonna have the enthusiasm. He's gonna crack jokes. He's gonna, he's gonna make you a happy person, and I love that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10 for you? Yeah. Yeah. I give it a, I give it an eight point five, but just because of those sausage fingers. I mean, that's a that's a plus, girl. It's a plus. <laughs> sausage fingers. Sausage fingers. Um, Harry and the Hendersons, which you so vehemently. I can't. I'm not fucking that. <laughs> Is that a weird face? I don't like it. Uh, horrendous. But also, again, that cone-shaped fucking dome, eh? Anyways, uh, 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 it's, it, a, uh, it's just it's a one. The thing me. is, it's it's so the the outfit itself, right? We were trying to figure this out. Brett goes, "It's it's amazing animatronics," and I said, "Is it?" He goes, "They have to be," but the eyes are human eyes, like like a Chewbacca, right? Like Chewbacca, mm. obviously you can see the human eyes behind the mask, but the mm. the the lips are animatronic, and they just Ugh. fucking creep me out. <laughs> and creamy. I don't want those lips anywhere near my mouth or my uh, vagina. Okay, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. It's a no for me, dog. It's, it's a, a no. no for me. It, it's like it's like a one point five out of ten. If I had to, I guess I fucking mm. would. But like, mm. but he is a family man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want kids. I have cats. And a husband, and I like it that way. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's our family. If he's cool with cats, and, and that's I guess still getting a, still getting a point five. Blech. Blech. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. What about this drawing of Bigfoot? From what? The- <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I tried to research what episode this is from, and I couldn't get a definitive answer. But it it does seem to be. From an X Files episode, and the, uh, from what I gathered, and, and I don't remember this episode myself, is that there he draws on the titties. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna be real. Tiggles bitties. Tickled bitties. Tickled bitties. If you put more of a tummy on this and then swap the head out, it basically would be a drawing <laughs> of me, which is, like, fair, you know? Because, um, like, that's my ass and my thigh, 100%. <laughs> uh, my titties could be a bit bigger and then definitely I have more of a tummy, but, like, that's definitely, like, at least a third of my body. So, like, 
I'm gonna give it like a like an eight a seven and a half out of ten, just because like, wow. listen, I like a I like a butt and a thigh, you know. She is juicy, and I do like the bubbies. They are like, they're really nice. They're nicer than mine, honestly. Oh, I just, I mean, if we're drawing me. <laughs> I think it'd be a little bit bigger. I'll uh, be like one of your French girls. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, I'm like, this, this is what Jack Dawson. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at. Oh my God, somebody do that meme where the like Rose is like looking at it, but it's this yeah. photo. Somebody, somebody listening, please do that. Um, honestly, I'm just looking at me like I, the bottom half is me. Um, so based on that. I w- would fuck because me. I'd fuck myself. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. What the fuck is and this? Last one is the statue from a Soyuz. You're right. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. And it's big. It's well, like. He should you, be my big. Head, my head would go up to his, like, waist. Oh. Big. He, yeah. He's the big boy. <laughs> we like a big boy. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, he, he does look like he's about to smack his own ass, though. A little bit, right? He looks like a... Pah. You know what? I was doing that today at work. I was just giving myself little booty spanks. Sometimes you need it. Yeah. Sometimes you you know it. what? 100% yes. 100% yes. Um, uh, I'm gonna give him like a 8 out of 10. Well, He's a big boy. I'm gonna give him lower because if you look between his fucking legs, there's nothing there. Oh, oh, there's no. Okay, you know what? Zero out of ten. <laughs> well, you know what? No, no. Wait, I'm, I'm, I revise it. Pleasure yeah. can be derived from other. Sources. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to like six out of ten. Oh, uh, that's fair. I he, think he that's had a good. big hand and he looked like he had yeah. some long fingers. Yeah, six out yeah. of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Okay, what is this? What okay, is this? Here? So there's so there's a new movie coming out uh, called Sasquatch Sunset. It just debuted at Cannes. I think Cannes or um, what's the other independent film? Anyway, some no, independent uh, film Tiff? festival. No, uh, it, doesn't matter. it doesn't matter. Um, it's Jesse Eisenberg and Riley Kilo. Kylo, Kylo, Kylo. Mm. Kilo? Kilo? Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm going to put a link in what we post, but this is a, a little excerpt from it, from an interview they got after premiering the movie. It was one of the more challenging things I've ever done, like, physically. Uh, Kyo says. Kyo? Whatever. She says. Ugh, Sorry. If you took a few steps in the suits, you were out of breath. The actors insist they didn't go method to embody the Yeti, but they did intend to several days of Sasquatch school on set and worked what? with the, yeah, and worked with the mime coach who was hired by Eisenberg. We were rehearsing and looking to have some cohesive movement, so it looked like we were part of the same family, Eisenberg said. The mime teacher went through movements and eating and nuances of living day-to-day as a Sasquatch. So it's literally a movie about a family of Sasquatch, they don't what talk. The they don't talk. It's literally like a movie where celebrities are dressed like Sasquatch and they're a family, and that's the fucking movie. Sundance. That's, that's so what it weird. Is. They just premiered Sundance. That's where it's Sundance. I got it. Uh, I I don't even. 
That's the wildest fucking thing I've ever heard of. I can't. I'm looking that. Is there pictures? Look, I put the link up. No, there's no pictures yet. I couldn't find any pictures. Maybe you will. Uh, but, like, I'm obsessed with this movie. Um, and also, the thing I didn't talk about at the beginning that I wanted to, Lisa Frankenstein is another movie oh, yeah. I'm, like, very excited about Sam. Oh, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, Sam. Um, but, yeah. But, so, we have a... a, a a Sasquatch Bigfoot movie coming out. So. Wow. On brand. Uh. <laughs> Alrighty. Are y'all ready for AO3? I'm never ready for AO3. Insert the theme song. Insert it now. AO3. Okay, Sarah. Yeah. Sarah. I'm I'm worried. (laughs) No, we have such a delectable treat this evening. I'm excited. Legit some nice stuff. Okay. Now, my question for you Mm. is, okay, so I have have three works I want to sample. Okay. They're on a spectrum, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to ask you, this, okay, I'm going to ask you which way you want me to read it. Okay. We we go from kind of sweet uh-huh. to what the fuck. Okay, now, sweet to want, what the fuck. Want, sweet to what the fuck. Is that how you want it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> we will start with a work called, simply called Sasquatch. Mm, stunning. By, by Lazy Padawan. And this is the... <laughs> You're going to like this one. You're going to go and read this one, I guarantee you. This one, uh, the description is, Cryptozoologist Ray reveals a shocking secret on a podcast. Oh, no, have I read this? (laughs) She had sex with a Sasquatch and is pregnant with his baby. I don't think I have. As her tale is told, the monster everyone feared is more human than anyone imagined. Oh, my God. So, I'm just going to start reading the, f- uh, the first few lines, and then I'll give you a summary. Okay. It's true, I say into the microphone, tenderly caressing my baby bump. I am having Bigfoot's baby. <laughs> Fuck. Poe Dameron and Finn, they gave, they gave Finn a last name, and this is his last name. Waterston. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Poe Dabber and Finn Watterson, hosts of the Paranormal America podcast, stare at me with wide eyes from across their studio, then glance at each other in disbelief. It's a moment before either of them could speak. Uh, Ray, you gotta be pulling our leg, Poe finally says, cracking a bit of a smirk. I'm not, I insist, and I'm not crazy either. I'm a scientist. I'm a cryptozoologist who takes what I do very seriously and you saw the police reports. <laughs> but how? Finn asked incredulously. Well, you brought me on here to tell my story, I say, with a slight grin. So I'm going to tell it, and our listeners can decide if they're believers or if I'm full of it. So basically, <laughs> basic, basic, this is a, a Raylo AU. Obviously. 
And Ray is a cryptozoologist who is on the hunt for this particular Bigfoot called Kylo. <laughs> and, um, she finds him. Yeah. Let's, let, let's learn a little bit about Kylo. Okay. <laughs> the locals all heard of Kylo Ren. Some of them were skeptical and thought Kylo was just a myth. Then there was Rose, the young woman who owned the general store. He's a monster, she said with a grimace. A lot of people have gone into the forest where he'd been and seen, and they'd vanished. He's probably kills them and eats them or something. So there's this Bigfoot looking in the woods called Kylo. Um, and Ray goes looking for him. Uh, <laughs> go, go, do it! So she thinks she spots him, and then she faints. And when I awakened, I was being carried in the forest, cradled in the arms of a very tall creature, my head resting against its impossibly large and, dare I say, quite comfortable chest. He carried me like I was nothing, a mere feather. He smelled like musk, moss, pine, and dried leaves. Anyways, here's the story. Kylo was... Like Kylo Ren, mm -hmm. kind of like powerful and blah blah blah, and he got lured away from his uncle, and he tried to cast a spell, but his spell turned him into a fucking Sasquatch, and he's been living in the woods for like a hundred years as a Sasquatch, oh. but he still can talk and remembers who he was before then. Okay, and um, so Ray like. Him and Ray, the cryptozoologist, mm -hmm. spend some lovely days in the woods together. <laughs> and um, then they start having feelings for each other. Obviously. Uh, and this is one scene I'll jump into. They just went for a little swim. It was then that I realized the water made my underwear completely transparent. And he could see, well everything. My nipples, my hair. And Ben couldn't take those brandy brown eyes off of me. Ben lifted his hand and gazed into my eyes, asking me permission. I licked my lips and nodded. Gently, slow, gently, slowly he moved his fingertips from just below my broad down my abdomen. So strong, Ray, he said telepathically, and yet so soft and smooth. I wanted to touch him, so I reached out with my left hand to caress his hard, furry belly. So powerful, I said. <laughs> um, okay, okay. And then it cuts to back to the podcast. And Finn asks, what's it like kissing Bigfoot? And Ray says, it was interesting. <laughs> Anyways, so a new Sheriff Pride, as in General Pride, shows up to town with Hux, who is a Sasquatch hunter, and they start hunting for him. This guy was wild. Anyways, um, <laughs> somewhere along the line, they, they fuck. They fuck. And I'm going to read you. But here's the, they don't actually fuck. That's the part that pissed me off. So they, they're both like, oh, I'm, I'm a virgin. 
And she's like, I'm a virgin. They're both virgins. Mm-hmm. And again, nothing wrong with that. No. But in this story, it seems a bit weird. And, <laughs> um, he, anyways. So... I'm just going to start reading. Mm-hmm. I eagerly reached between his massive, powerful legs. Within, within that stand of thick hair, I found his phallus and stroked him. He growled and grunted. Oh, you've, you've got fur on there, too, I chuckled. Hmm, you're getting harder. You're... Oh, my! I gaped at him with wide eyes as it sprang to life between us. It was massive, like a dark tree trunk. Tree trunk. I am too large to mate with you, he panted. I felt his sadness and disappointment. So they both agree that he's too big for her. So they just rub up against each other and that's how they fuck. Listen, I, I love this trope. Like the, oh, you're too big for me. But I like it when it's like, but let's try. Right? Like, you have no, to try, you can't just be like, try. you should make me, never mind, let's just rub against each other like teenagers. Nah, like, but maybe it's because I'm a, a fully adult woman, <laughs> but I'm like, I can't, I can't do, like, dry hopping, that's not it no. for me. Right, right. But, like, but, uh, also, it's fine. I, uh. Well, I, I mean, I didn't read the whole thing, maybe they actually give it a try at some point, <laughs> but this was, like, a multi-chapter one. But I want to leave you guys with this one line. And I, by the way, for all these fix, I found the best lines to end with. I love it. Go. Yeah. Okay, so this is what I'm going to leave you with. Ben shouted with the loudest roar he'd ever uttered. Then he sank against the wall of the cave. I panted with disbelief. I just humped my Sasquatch lover and gave him an orgasm. What other cryptozoologist could say that? <laughs> You know that's a great that's a great ending. So <laughs> good job, yay, yay, that's good. You know, just because something isn't for us doesn't mean it's not bad. It's just absolutely. We're just filthy. And, uh, again, we're just who fil- knows? Like, we're just filthy perverts. So we like like yeah. the dirty, the dirty, <laughs> the di- the the zoidy. Yeah. Um, I so there was a lot of um, uh, what's it? super uh supernatural. Yeah, uh, fictions, but I didn't. I didn't feel like reading it. <laughs> but uh, along my search, I found this one again. I didn't read this one because it. I don't think it actually had to do with uh, Sasquatch. Okay. But I just wanted to point it out. There was one that came up. It was called All Booked Up. Thanks, Sasquatch. <laughs> and this is the. This is the. This is a Hannibal and Will fanfic, mm. and the description was. Hannibal and Will go out to visit Garrett Jacob Hobbs' cabin, but their accommodations are bungled due to a local Bigfoot convention. <laughs> you you uh you read a Hannibal last week, right? Did I? It's all a blur. It's all I know. A blur. I think I think so. It feels maybe the the last few episodes. Um, popular popular pairing. So yeah. Oh yes. Um. Okay, but our our second. One of this evening. This is a delightful one, by the way. Ooh. Great great characterization. Oh. I'm going to actually be going back to read this full one. Oh! Yeah, good characterization. The, the sex scenes were a bit brief, but it was still a fun ride. Okay. This one was called They Fuck at the End. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. 
by by obsessed folding chair. Obs- that's a great username, though. The great. And this this is a Bigfoot and Mothman fan fiction. Oh, all right. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it starts out <laughs> it starts out with Bigfoot like in his territory, going for a little stroll, and then he spots Mothman mm-hmm. in like the woods and he goes He thinks Mothman is super fucking handsome. Like he like keeps talking about how handsome Mothman is and it like ethereal and cool looking. And then but anyways, he's like, I know you're out there, come out, because Mothman is like hiding in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, no, oh, no, Mothman says that to Bigfoot. Reluctantly, Bigfoot steps out from behind the trees. He had seen this creature many times, but this was the first time he'd been face-to-face with him. And who might you be? The creature bowed respectfully as he held out a clawed hand. Bigfoot scrunched up his nose, embarrassed he'd been caught skulking in his own forest. So mm-hmm. Bigfoot is kind of like this, like, sad... Loser, <laughs> and Mothman is kind of like this, like cool guy, um, vibe. It's actually great. Um, I love it. I love it. I'm bi- right. I'm Bigfoot. What the hell are you doing in my woods? Bigfoot growled, crossing his arms. The creature stood up, retracting his hands with its entrancing yet infuriating smile. I'm just taking a trip out of town, and I heard about you. Apparently you're quite famous. I'm Mothman, by the way. (laughs) So they have this, like, weird little interaction of, like, they're both, like, sizing each other up, like, oh, I've heard about you. I'm Mothman, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then, then, like, uh, like, quickly, like, suddenly, like, Mothman, like, just kind of, like, flies away. And, um, um, and then Bigfoot goes on a hunt to learn more about Mothman after this little weird encounter. It's so funny. Bigfoot broke into about three different gas stations before he found one that had a pamphlet that talked about cryptids other than him. (laughs) He opened the pamphlet so aggressively, he accidentally tore it, and when he grabbed another one, he had to try to recall how the hell to read human language. Anyways... So, he finds out what territory Mothman is from, because he's like, how come Mothman is all the way over in my territory? He lives mm-hmm. far away. So, eventually, he travels to Mothman's territory, and then they have an interaction. <laughs> come after me, did you? He said in an almost teasing manner that made Bigfoot blush heavily through his tried to hide how he felt. Well, yeah. He did just randomly appear in my domain and then left all mysteriously, he pointed out. Is that why you're here, Mothman asked. His smile never wavered. Just thought I needed to figure out why the hell you trailed so far to fly off. As soon as you saw me, Bigfoot stared into the huge red eyes of Mothman. Well, I guess if you want the truth, it was because I was a bit flustered to be in your presence. Mm. It was difficult to catch, but Bigfoot could see the way Mothman slightly shifted on his feet. Flustered? Bigfoot hadn't expected that answer. Did did this brilliant creature have a crush on her? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... Okay, okay. This is where it gets good! Okay, so they have a little interaction. And... Then... Big Mothman is kind of like... Um... 
Like, you want to, like, like, you want to hook up? <laughs> and then Bigfoot's like, lead the way. So mm. Mothman takes Bigfoot into his, like, lair. And then Mothman's like, come find me. And they oh. play a little, like, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> and then, um, anyways, they have this little fun banter. And they when they start hooking up, and Moth, so Mothman smiled and gave Bigfoot a look. I hope you aren't underestimating me, Bigfoot. And what if I am? Bigfoot challenged. Ooh. Mothman didn't reply. Instead, the strong cryptid simply pushed Bigfoot over like he was a mere pebble. Bigfoot found himself unable to move under Mothman's body, completely restrained and at the mercy of Mothman. He gulped in a mix of terror and pleasure as Mothman spread his wings to their full extent. The figure above Bigfoot was like a black hole that consumed every shred of light around it, except for those big red eyes, and pierced Bigfoot's defenses immediately. Do you believe me now, or must I force you to submit? And then they have sex, and then I want, and then again, there was another great one-liner. Um, okay, so they have sex, and Bigfoot comes everywhere, and then I'm gonna read this last little bit until we get to the one-liner, okay? Okay. <laughs> you were pretty good, Mothman put a hand on Bigfoot's chest. Don't give me all the credit, Bigfoot kissed Mothman's cheek. When Mothman was more stable, the two stood up again. There's some moss on the trees by the cave. I can go grab it real quick and clean this mess up. We could always just leave it there, Bigfoot wink. <laughs> and then and then here's my ending. Mothman goes, Babe, this is my house. I love you, but I don't want your cum stains on my floor. <laughs> Amazing. Also, okay. a fucking mood. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And that was a nice one. I want to go read that properly because it just seems... It's just like a... Again, great characterization. Yeah. I love that. I love it. Yeah. And we're going to end with the most unhinged one. Oh, God. There's one. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. It's called Bigfoot's Undying Boner, a Forks story. Forks? Oh my god. <laughs> By Swamp underscore, underscore Bogman. Oh my god. Uh, the summary is after a mutilated body is taken to Forks Hospital, Carlisle Cullen is <laughs> reunited with a figure from his past. Okay, I will summarize. Oh, uh, hold on, wait. Just, yeah. just before you do this, um, I wasn't expecting Carlisle fan. <laughs> Oh yeah, this is this is a Carlisle and Bigfoot, but as you'll learn, more people get brought into it. Oh, let's fucking go! So here, I will summarize the beginning and get to the. Oh, okay. Basically, Carlisle has known this one Bigfoot for a long time. He it's a basically a Bigfoot vampire, kind of. He like saves him at one foot. Okay. And um. Uh, so, the, so, like, somebody's, like, bastion bra- body shows up at the hospital, and Carlisle's like, I know who did this bashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he goes into the woods to find the Bigfoot, and being like, he's all like, um, I got your message, like, I'm here, what do you oh. want? Um, and, uh, <laughs> now we'll begin. Okay. <laughs> 
Bigfoot took my hands, and I thought for a moment that he was going to form signs with my fingers, as he often did in low visibility, but it took me lower to the musky heat beneath his belly between his legs. I am not a veterinarian, nor have I much experience in the realm of passion, despite being nearly 400 years old, but I do not exaggerate when I say that what I held in my hands was the largest and most violently rigid boner, human or animal, that the town of Forks has ever seen. Violently rigid. (laughs) So basically... Mm. Basically, Bigfoot has this raging boner he can't get rid of, and he, and he needs help. Okay. <laughs> um, then I'm just going to read the end a little bit. Yeah, do it. Do it. He... Oh, God. Do it. He goes to his family. We know Jasper told me, Alice had a psychic vision of you bringing home Bigfoot and his crazy boner. Thank goodness, I said. Then perhaps you've had some time to prepare. Does anyone have any ideas? Like what to do with the boner? Uh, No one spoke up. Bigfoot stood behind me in the foyer, breathing heavily and dripping muddy water on the floor. Finally, Edward came forward. Carlisle, he said, breathily. Then he stepped back and put a hand to his mouth. I've read his mind. I know what he wants, what he needs. Tell me, son, I said. Please! I'm afraid. Edward! I was hysterical. Bigfoot needs us! Edward took a large breath and steadied his nerves. Then he said quietly, He wants our brown cherries? Mm. Ah! (laughs) I have never heard that phrase in my life. I've never heard that phrase either, actually. I'm so horrified right now. There was a collective Cullen gasp throughout the (laughs) <laughs> Can we even do that? As may my wife said. Mm. Um, it has to be done, said Alice. I've seen it. Well then, Emmett stepped forward. He puffed out his broad chest. I'll go first. My butthole is the squelchiest. I'm sorry. Um, Can you just read that back one more time? That line, please. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, then Emmett stepped forward. He puffed out his broad chest. Mm-hmm. I'll go first. My butthole is the squelchiest. Okay, that's what I thought you said. I just want to, like, <laughs> double check that. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Um, so, uh, there was sex. Yeah. Um, and I'll read the last few bits here. Okay. <laughs> one by one. Bigfoot ravaged us. Uh-huh. Cries of vampire pain and passion nearly Ooh. shook our house to splinters. Our fingernails gutted the floorboards. Our screams could shatter crystal. As he filled us with his length and girth, it felt that each of us was going to be split open like a log before the woodman's axe. Ooh. I was the last to taste Bigfoot's rage. I felt every inch of him push past my cheeks and into my stubborn hole. But then, a cry of ecstasy escaped my throat. There was pain, yes, but also a feeling I had not experienced in four lifetimes. Oh. For for the first time I could remember, I was full. Uh. (laughs) And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, and ladies and nuns. All right. 
that was um that was a thing that we do. Yes, yes, yep. yes. Uh, I think my favorite was the Mothman one. <laughs> Listen, uh, I think everything was good. <laughs> um, the last one was truly unhinged. Um, yeah. Okay, so uh, let's end with a little bit of listener feedback. Yeah. Um, so you asked our uh, on Instagram, <laughs> yeah. uh, our listeners, uh, what would you do if you saw a Sasquatch? And eleven um, percent of our listeners said they would ride Bigfoot's foot long dong. Eleven <laughs> percent said run. Forty four percent said study such a wondrous specimen. <laughs> And 33% said, check out its hairy booty. <laughs> um, all, again, all fair. And then you also asked, what sex position do you think Bigfoot would be best at? So we have four responses. The first one was probably doggy. <laughs> <laughs> the second one was bending someone over a log or standing sex, parentheses, against a tree. Uh, the third one was I never thought I'd ever consider this. Hmm. <laughs> Missionary? Question mark. <laughs> and the fourth one was fingering. Big feet means big fingies. <laughs> so, uh, thank you so As much. As somebody who has been bent over a log in the woods. Before, oh! Oh, yeah. <laughs> good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so there we are. That is our Bigfoot episode. Unhinged. And Absolutely unhinged. We we learned a lot. We learned a lot. Uh, I think we learned too much, even. Maybe. Uh, sometimes we have like a an idea of how long this will be because of our notes. Um, this this episode had nineteen pages of notes, so you guys are welcome. I guess I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was a lot. <laughs> um, but we have some exciting things coming down the pipeline for you guys. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, we've heard some really great feedback on our interview episode, which we're so thrilled about. Mm. Um, and we have uh, a really exciting episode coming after this one. Do you want to tell people, Jess? Well, in honor of St. Patty's Day, we'll be doing Leprechaun. That's my leprechaun impression, by the way. It was so good. <laughs> You're so welcome. It's based off of the leprechaun from The Simpsons. Um, it's one of the, it's in one of the Treehouse of Horrors, I think. Anyways, we have a lot to go into on that episode. So, mm. anyway, gird your loins, prepare. You know, get your Guinness ready for the next episode. Uh, we're gonna drop that the week of St. Patrick's Day, um, yeah. and uh, yeah. Uh, anything else to add, Jess? Uh, where can people find let's us? Let's plug. Let's plug our shit. Plug our shit. <laughs> you can. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram mm. at Hissin' and Kissin' Podcast. Perfect. The good, a good place to be, especially <laughs> where we interact with y'all on our story. Yes. 
And we also have a couple of links in our bio. Now, we've got one link to our website, which is hissandandkissingpodcast.com. Hmm. We post, um, we post um, for every episode, um, a, a place you can, it's a place you can listen, it's a place you can see visuals that we reference, a place there we link um, fan fictions. It's, it's kind of the be-all, end-all. It's where you want to be. Yes. Uh, we also have a link to our link tree, um, <laughs> where we have a link to our our Discord server, which is fabuloso. We are mm-hmm. uh, collecting a little community of monster fuckers. Um, we also have links to listen. So not only can you listen on our website, but you can listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. Um, and of course, at the very end of our uh, link tree, we have a new link section called Interview Plugs, um, and where we will plug uh, our interviewees, um, so their websites, their socials, and so yes. on. So make sure you check that out. Perfect. And uh, we have a email. You can email us. Uh, what is it? This is a hissin' and kissin' podcast dot, uh, at gmail.com? Yes. I think. Yes. <laughs> um, send us uh, feedback. Send us things you didn't like, th- things you did like. Um, any uh, topics you think we should cover? Any guests you think we should talk to? Yes. We want to hear from you guys. So if you're Absolutely. listening, like, please give us feedback. Um, let us know. And uh, while you're at it, subscribe wherever you're listening to. Um, that helps us out a lot too. Yeah, absolutely it does. Yeah, and again, interact. We love it. We love even if it's something silly. It's yeah. Good. <sighs> Anything else, Jess? Any any other things? I think I'll be dreaming about getting railed by Bigfoot tonight. Well, to each his own. I'm I'm gonna be dreaming about the Bride by Allie Hazelwood. So. Well, um, I mean, I was going to say that, but we need to talk about the episode, not Bride. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Um, or also, I guess, a Yeti, whatever. Um, I'm just really obsessed with this book, guys. Get it. And uh, anyway, yeah. Stay tuned for our mini episode. <laughs> we definitely will be doing We're that. definitely just going to have, like, a random episode where we're just talking about this book for, like, an hour. So just stay yeah. tuned. Um, yeah. In the meantime... Um, stay horny. Yeah. Stay horny, monster fuckers. We'll see you in a few weeks. Bye-bye. <gasps>